0: D-Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. welcome in to the first down fantasy podcast welcome to uh, I think this is episode six of the uh, of the episodes here let's uh, welcome in our normal crew here we got Eric Mendelson, E. Mendy.
1: What's going on? Can't believe
2: we made it six episodes.
0: And we got John Van Etten.
2: What's good? What's good? What's good?
0: And our guest this week, he goes by Bogey. He goes by Time to Bogage. He goes by (laughs) the Boganator. Aaron Bogage, what's going on?
3: (laughs) Hey, guys. I don't know what those nicknames are, but uh, you missed Defending Champ from that list of nicknames.
2: Oh. Also, uh, Yoga Bogito. (laughs) Aaron what what place are
1: you in this year
3: it's fine we're making a late push don't worry about it
0: (laughs) I it's still a sore subject for me as Aaron and I made a trade last year uh will still haunt me for years to come um well welcome in everybody we got a lot to get through today uh we've got uh, a new segment for you we've also got a couple of our favorite segments we've done in the past um as you know we always like to start with our three takeaways so we look back at week 11. Can't believe we're already at week 11 of the NFL season. That's crazy to me. We're at week 12. Well, yeah,
3: we're 12. Well,
0: I meant we just finished week 11. Uh. <laughs> You're supposed to be able to read my brain where I'm thinking. All right. Um, so I'm going to start with the newbie. Aaron, uh, what were your three takeaways from week 11?
3: Yeah, for sure. So interesting week in the NFL. The first one I had was that. Uh, the ref situation this year is I feel like maybe possibly replacement ref level, uh, throwing it back a couple of years, but this whole pass interference uh, overturn saga is, you know, one of one of these rules that I don't know how long it's really going to last in the NFL. There's been a couple uh, egregious ones this past week, particularly the DeAndre Hopkins one. Um, obviously I don't know how much of an impact it made uh, overall. The Ravens still had a pretty significant win, but um, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins getting tackled in the end zone and then not getting overturned, you know, I don't know what it has to take at this point to overturn those calls. Um, Another thing with the refs too, there was particularly this one uh, call, David, I feel like you definitely saw this in the Chiefs game, Um, but on that final drive, Mike Williams made a really sick, incredible like 50-yard catch, Uh, landed inbounds, clearly inbounds, touchdown, no part of his body on the sideline at all, and then the ref stops the clock um, when the Chargers have no timeouts for no reason. So then the Chargers, instead of scrambling like 60 yards downfield to get a spike, uh, get a free timeout, basically. Um, so that's really uh, the, the first one. My second one is the the Bears. Um, I mean, they, you know, division winner last year, really solid team, incredible defense, uh, creativity on offense. And this year they've just completely fallen off in that uh, game against the Rams this past week was – One of the uglier games I've watched in a while. And I'm a Redskins fan, so uh, that's that's saying something. But uh, Trubisky obviously has fallen off quite a bit as a QB this year. It's going to be tough for him to uh, make a comeback in the league from this, I think. Um, And then my last one kind of tying into that is just uh, QB play overall. This was a really, really interesting week just for quarterback play. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, incredible season. Dak Prescott having a career year as well. But this week, there were four quarterbacks that threw four interceptions, uh, which is the first time that this has happened in the NFL since 1983. Um, So I just thought that was a really interesting stat that I wanted to bring up, and hopefully we can uh, get some more quality football uh, coming up.
0: (laughs) Aaron, you know, uh, well, first of all, I think it's the most impressive statistic we've ever had on this podcast. I was going to say, I was blown away by that.
3: <laughs> but um, I, I was, think
0: yeah. your, uh, your ref take, actually, you know what that is?
3: What, what is it, David?
2: Is it, David?
0: That's a bacon cooking hot take. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so I, I just YouTube bacon on the uh, frying pan, make a, a hot take sound.
3: Nice, I appreciate that. Uh, hope hope you, to buddy. keep it coming. <laughs> Thank uh, you.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't just say I disagree with any of your uh, your takes there. Um, what do you guys think? What were your uh, Eric? What are your some of your takeaways? Yeah, uh, my
1: offense. And Eric, on... you broke up a lot there.
0: Eric, it's just like your bladder. <laughs>
1: uh, I was saying the Patriots offensively don't look as strong. Uh, besides Edelman, I don't know who you're really starting with confidence, I guess Brady, but uh, their offensive line is weak. Uh, so fantasy-wise, I don't think it looks as promising going forward. But on the good news, the Cowboys look really good offensively, and they have a lot of uh, fantasy-friendly players in that offense. So I think if you can buy anyone on that offense, you do just because of that upside. And my last to give my, my brother a nickname for SB. I would like to give David the name of Fantasy Diva. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just going to have this run so we can drown out Eric in his little trying to get back me segment. The epitome of
1: the, eight eight <laughs> of the Fantasy Diva. A, a quick, quick uh, story. This was, like, 10 years ago. We were playing fantasy. Oh, games. God. Guys, Dennis Pitta Fast had, forward to this part. Dennis Pitta had, like, <laughs> a three-week streak of, like, zero, like, 1.2, 2.7 points. Like, nothing impressive, but he was a bi-week tight end. And he caught a 30-yard pass in the first quarter. And David goes, oh, my God, Eric, Dennis Pitta has three points. Three points! Then you're so lucky! So, that is... My reasoning for David's fantasy diva. That's Eric, it. Roast over. That what a takeaway
3: from Week Eleven.
2: <laughs> when, when you were texting that story, uh, and I saw Dennis Pitta, I was like, "Oh wow!" I didn't believe somebody had him on his team. I knew the Ravens were going deep at tight end this year, but I didn't know Pitta.
0: <laughs> Eric, I, I feel like we lost some of our viewers just because how boring that story was. <laughs> I think people will find it funny. Well, for our listeners, I can't blame you if you uh decided to fast forward through that part of the podcast. <laughs> um, John, how about what are your takeaways?
2: Um, I, my first takeaway is um Philip Rivers is done. He like he, he's finished looking like Peyton Manning. Uh, ooh. The... Do ooh, we yeah. have another Hot pick. Just saying, if Brock Osweiler, Osweiler was available for the San Diego Chargers, they'd start him right now over Phillip Rivers. He's not not looking hot.
3: One of those four QBs that threw four picks, John.
2: True, <laughs> but he, he he's done it a few weeks in a row. I mean, this a couple weeks ago he threw eight straight incompletions to end the game. I mean, that's. just <laughs> – <laughs> He, he couldn't get one 15 yard pass. Like if Kevin's listening to this, he's like, "Oh, I've been thinking this for years." Yeah, exactly. Well, I've been waiting for it to happen as a AFC West rival. At some point, he was going to drop off, and it really happened this year.
0: John, we want him to keep playing quarterback. If he keeps playing like this. It makes it easier for us.
2: Speaking of dropping off, Aaron, Aaron touched on it. But I want to touch on the other half is the Bears and Rams are just two of the most disappointing teams this year. And they both played a disappointing primetime game on Sunday, which was, you know, just extraordinary. Just to watch two mediocre quarterbacks battle it out to see who could get, you know, 220 yards through the air.
3: The last two NFL coaches of the year also coaching in that game.
2: too. God, you would never guess by how those teams have looked. And my last takeaway is we're not talking enough about the Thursday game. You know, I'm a you know, Mason Rudolph, is he punked? Is he is he not gonna do well anymore? <laughs> is he lost his confidence now after he takes a shot to the head? Is he gonna be even worse? Or is he, he gonna pick more fights, less he, fights?
1: I don't he, know. He's coming off a big concussion too. Like he might be fucked up just from this
0: year. Yeah, and I mean, it took the heat off of him for throwing four picks. Tell me that doesn't Mason Rudolph does not look like that type of dude you see at the bar that you just want to punch in the face.
2: Mason Rudolph
0: (laughs) like a mix between Taylor Lautner and Daniel Jones. He's just he just seems like arrogant and he seems like he's just like like I don't even know the guy, but like I just want to punch him in the face.
3: Would you hit him with his helmet though? Ooh. Ooh.
0: I mean, if there was one next to me to hit him with. Um yeah, no i I like all those takes. Um, one I was interested you guys didn't bring up i I don't know if there's anybody on the Eagles' offense I'm comfortable starting week to week at this point. Is there? Can is there any of you guys think of anybody on the Eagles if you're plugging in? Wide receiver one, two, flex or an RB that you're like I know I can start them week in week out and not be worried.
2: If Alshon's healthy, I would do Miles
0: Sanders.
1: Not yeah, I would. I mean, I would
3: say Ertz, but you know, he's you know him at this point so you gotta keep him in there but a little disappointing.
0: I mean Ertz has
3: been disappointing.
0: He was the number three tight end drafted and I before these last couple games, I think what was he like wide uh tight end like eight or nine. Um yeah. Alshon Jeffries always hurt. Miles Sanders had the whole backfield to himself and got I think five points this past week, five six points. Um I I mean I just I don't I, I understand Aaron I'm with you on Earth you have to play him if you have him. And I guess same with maybe Jeffrey or Jordan Howard, but I, I can't sit there and be like, oh yeah, I'm just plugging them in and I feel hundred percent confident playing them. Um, I think DJ Moore, my second take, I think DJ Moore is going to be a top 12 PPR wide receiver the rest of the season. I think he's just been a target monster. And I think he's just, um, Kyle Allen, I think besides last week has been a competent quarterback and DJ Moore has only has two touchdowns this season. Um, I think if his touchdowns positively regress to where they're supposed to be for as many looks as he's getting, especially in the red zone, um, I think he's going to just keep getting more and more valuable. And um, I think my other take is Mike Thomas, I think regardless of what happens the rest of the year, I think he's going to be the first wide receiver off uh, the fantasy boards next year. You guys disagree? looks so so good.
2: Nobody covers him. It's insane. You can't guard him.
0: that's why uh, his
1: Twitter name is Can't Guard Mike. David, just want to say I love your DJ Moore take as a DJ Moore owner. Who traded with him for Aaron?
3: Yeah, thanks for Antonio Brown, by the way. Appreciate that.
2: <laughs> I hate your um, your Kyle Allen take as someone who you convinced to play Kyle Allen this week as a fill-in quarterback.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, Kyle Allen is one of those guys, I think he gets the ball Those playmakers, but I'm never a big Kyle Allen fan. You
2: were when you you told me to play him.
0: I did. <laughs> I maybe. Well, oh, I don't like putting my name with Kyle Allen. You might be thinking of another host. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I uh, Mike Thomas, I think has shown you enough where he's the number one receiver off the board next year, regardless of format. Um, all right. Well, let's move into our uh, our next segment, which is actually a new segment. Uh brought to you by Eric here. It's two truths and a lie. Yeah,
1: so uh, I (laughs) just
0: That was a really poor drop. What Uh, was that? I typed in cool transition sound effect and that's what came up.
2: (laughs) Carry on. So, uh, (laughs) right,
0: (laughs) yeah, you know, I I decided to mess around and uh, host a
1: segment. So, uh, fellas, for everything here, this is non PPR scoring, okay? Okay. All right, All right, so I'll give David QBs. So the first statement Dak leads the league in passing yards. The next. Keep in mind,
3: this is non PPR. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Statement- that makes
1: a big difference, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson has the highest scoring game of a QB this season. And the last is that Kyler Murray is a top-four fantasy QB.
0: What is the lie? So let me just recap. uh, Kyler Murray is a top-four QB. Yeah. Dak Prescott, what was the Dak Prescott one? Leads the league in passing yards. That's true.
1: The second one was Deshaun Deshaun. Watson has the highest-scoring game of the fantasy QB this season. I think Kyler Murray the top four is the lie. Uh, Kyler Murray is a top four quarterback. He's number four. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers has the highest scoring game when he played Oakland. Was he really? Yeah. Sorry, too. He had he had forty three point eight,
0: and Watson had like forty one point five. Oh wow. I was so sure that I, I was I was sure like one of those Houston shootouts. He had had like. A monster game. It was the second, yeah, but Rodgers been off that game. Oh. You right. little sly fox, you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: one for one. All right. So, Aaron, the next one is running backs, and this is okay. for
0: PPR, by the way.
3: Okay.
1: So, the first one is Christian McCaffrey has double digits in every game this year. The second is that Austin Eckler has outscored Zeke. Ooh. And the third is that Ronald Jones has outscored
0: Saquon. you got to call Christian McCaffrey by his proper name.
1: What is yeah, it I was
3: a little confused.
0: It's CMC the God.
3: That's a tough one. So it's CMC that like, has double digits.
1: In every single game,
3: Ronald Jones has, has, outscored...
1: has outscored Saquon. And Austin Eckler has outscored Zeke.
3: Uh, I think the Eckler one's true. I'm gonna go with CMC. The God had one game under ten.
1: That's right. I should Ooh. have asked David this one because I knew he would have said that that's true. But you I mean you know I'm always gonna think CMC the God is yeah. gonna kill it. I I definitely would have got that yeah. wrong. All right, nice Aaron. Yes. All right, John. This is for
2: sure. you. It's wide receivers. Rick. Before you go, I have a quick one for you. Okay. Um. Tony Stewart ran a man down with his car. (laughs) Lane Lewis, a student from a certain night in Miami. And um, Jim Beheim has never, never gotten into a traffic accident. Which one's (laughs) the (laughs) lie?
1: How you broke out midway. Uh, I'm going to say that I know the J.M. Bayhom traffic accident is true. Yeah. Tony- See, no, he has been in the traffic accident. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Tony Stewart is a murderer. John, yeah, all, all
2: three of them are murderers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. John, why did when I saw you tweet that post that you're going to say that he's a murderer or something, why did I know that was going to be on? Sorry, I'm just trying to educate people. All right. John, here are your questions. Okay.
1: Number one, Cortland Sutton is a top 10 fantasy wide receiver. The second is that Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay are tied at number one for wide receivers and touchdown receptions. And the last is that Michael Thomas has more receptions than all the Eagles wide receivers combined. What is the lie?
2: Ooh. I think it's the first one's the lie. That's
1: right. Cortland Sutton, I think, is the number eleven.
3: Whew. Michael Thomas really has more catches more? than the Eagles.
1: Yeah, by one.
3: <laughs> That's
1: so bad. Yeah. All right. So David's the only one that got it wrong so far. <laughs> and we go to and we go to tight ends. All right, David. Okay. So the first one, Will Disley is a top fifteen tight end. No way. The second one is that Dallas Goddard has more touchdown receptions than Zach Ertz. And the last one is that Kyle Rudolph leads tight ends and touchdown receptions. What is the lie?
0: Ah, I think Kyle Rudolph is not the leader because Will Disley, I, I think I cheated today and I actually was looking up stuff for the show. And I think this like the 11th ranked tight end. And then uh, I think, Daniel, Darren Fells, I think, leads tight end. You've been missing all that time?
3: Damn, David. You cheated.
0: You're right. (laughs) Am I right? right? That's just being prepared for the show right
3: there. Yeah, glad you got one right, Dave.
1: All right. So, all right, we go to Aaron for defenses. As long as I got kickers. You got kickers, John. Hell yeah. So, two teams have scored 35 (laughs) points in a game this year. The second is that the least amount of points in a game this year is negative 13. And the last one is the Steelers had a streak of six weeks of double digit scoring. What is the lie?
3: Well, so the 35.1, I have the Pats D in one of these leagues and I'm trying to remember if they've gotten to 35. I'm pretty sure they have. And then I know the Eagles got to 35 because I plugged them in one week. Uh, what was the other ones? It was uh, the Steelers' six straight weeks double digits. And yeah.
1: then negative
3: 13. I didn't even know you could lose 13 points on a defense. I'm going to go with that because I don't think you can lose 13 points.
0: That's
1: right. Uh, the The least amount was this year. Dolphins had negative, negative 11 week one against the Ravens.
0: That's still shocking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: God. All right.
1: And, John, here kickers. Perfect. So the first is Harrison Butker has five-plus points in every game this year. The second is that Adam Vinatieri is a top-20 kicker. And the last is Zane
2: Gonzalez is the number-two kicker. What is the lie? I mean, Adam Vinatieri is the number-20 kicker. You're not really giving him too much credit there. He's still in the bottom third. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm So that's not a high bar. I do think Butker has gotten five points. So I think Zane Gonzalez. Uh, so
1: Zane Gonzalez is true. Harrison Butker had one game of four this year.
2: <laughs> I'm still
0: – Adam Vinatieri's a top-20 fantasy player. Yeah, no, but, but what. He has missed a- – <laughs> You might as well hand it to him on a silver platter
1: with that one. He has he has missed a lot of points, and the Colts haven't scored a lot in some games. So
3: He's missed a ton of kicks this year.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of confused why the Colts will keep riding with him, especially because they're trying to be competitive. Loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, thanks, Eric, for putting that segment together. Um, we are going to move now to our one of our Staples uh, game previews for this week. All right, we start with looking at our Thursday night game. We have the Colts visiting the Texans. Uh, Aaron, in this Thursday night matchup, we look at the Colts running backs. Do you expect one to separate themselves from the others? Yeah,
3: I like uh, Jonathan Williams coming in uh, to really get the majority of the of the carries here with Naheem Hines getting a lot of backfield receptions. Um, I just think Williams looked really good in the last week, and uh, Wilkins, the other guy who could play – is recovering from an injury, too. So um, I just picked him up in our league also hoping that he can recover a little faster. But I don't know if he's actually going to be able to play on Thursday. So I like Williams for the carries and uh, Naheem Hines for the third down All
0: right. And um, looking at the uh, Houston pass catchers, um, besides DeAndre Hopkins, are you comfortable playing – any of their wide receivers? I think Will Fuller is supposed to come back.
3: This yeah, week. I think Will Fuller is supposed to come back, too. I think it depends on your lineup and your team. If you're looking for maybe you have a couple receivers on by this week and you need kind of like a you know, just a shot in the dark, like home run threat. Will Fuller is always a you know, good play for that, but he could end up with zero. Uh, so you got to take that into account. Otherwise, I don't really like anyone there besides Hopkins. I mean, Darren Fells, like we just established, leads the tight end group in touchdowns this year, but Um, I think he's had a couple games with like one or two catches for like four yards and a touchdown. So um, it's up to kind of up to the end zone on that one. So I I kind of just like Hopkins and then the other ones, I think like touchdown or bust. Okay.
0: And we, uh, we look at uh, now our one o'clock games on Sunday. We're going to start with the uh, Redskins hosting the Detroit lions. Um, John, this is a battle of mediocrity right here. Um, who do you well, like in this game as far as fancy it's easy. I
2: think they're a little bit better than their record. And You know, they've been penalized for starting um, Brian Hoyer or Jeff Driscoll, one of the two, for the past couple of weeks. So I do think they'll uh, go go off against the Redskins here. Like I said last week, it looks like the Redskins are just sort of uh, running the clock out on the season. You know, they already have their win for the year, so they don't have that risk of embarrassment. <laughs> I, I don't see him playing too hard uh, in the last uh, few weeks up here.
3: David, I a- I'm, I'm going uh,
2: to throw my, uh, my
0: hat in the ringer here. I am all in, and I'm saying, like, if anybody knows Gilmore Girls, the famous I- line, I am all in on Jeff Driscoll. I am starting Jeff Driscoll on all my DraftKings lineups. <laughs> And I'm starting him in a must-win week with Patrick Mahomes on bye. Jeff Driscoll is my ride or die. If he wins me this week, I will tweet at him. Oh, oh my God. Whoa,
2: okay, it's, a, it's, it's bold. It's very bold, I know.
0: Wow. I will send him the best tweet he's ever received. And hopefully I'll get a response.
2: To be, to be honest, he
0: might see it because he probably doesn't get a lot of interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually... While uh, we're well, we'll moving to the next game. I want to see how many Twitter followers he has. So, Eric, why don't you tell us about Tampa Bay? Uh, visiting, I think Atlanta. he's at one hundred thirty thousand. One hundred thirty
2: thousand—that's a good amount. Yeah, I mean, he's a professional
1: athlete. I, you know, I'd say I'd say eighty thousand though. One hundred thirty thousand is a lot. He has the blue
2: check mark. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's starting NFL games, guys.
2: Uh, all right, hold on. So you said one hundred eighty. Yeah, I, I, I said one hundred thirty. Eric said eighty.
3: Darren, what's your guess? Uh, I think he'll have probably closer to 80. He's got 32.1. Oh, Whoa, jeez.
0: <laughs> and let me say his picture is him and his wife holding their newborn oh, child. Oh, much like Darren Hull.
3: Wow, beautiful family.
0: And his cover photo is him celebrating the birth of the baby girl when they found out at the uh, the gender reveal.
3: Well, wow, it- what, a, what a nice family man.
0: I'm I am so happy. This is who I'm riding and dying it with this week. If I'm gonna lose. I'm losing with a good guy.
1: Let's see if you feel um,
0: that way after if he has a bad game. Hey, you know what? This is a family man. I, if I'm going out, I'm going out with this guy, Jeff Driscoll. Love you, buddy. We're riding and dying together. I hope not. Uh, yeah, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> Eric, tell us about Atlanta hosting. Tampa I think this Bay. has shootout potential. The over under
1: is fifty one point five. Both Tampa Bay wide receivers starting. James, if he's healthy, Ronald Jones just for the upside for Atlanta. You're starting all of their skill players, including Brian Hill. I think he's a flex play this week.
0: Brian Hill's a bust. Don't start Brian Hill. Hill. Will probably get a touchdown this week. Brian Hill will give you thirteen carries for thirteen and a yards. touchdown. <laughs> you mean like the one he, he had got last called week? Back. Yeah, because the fantasy gods know he shouldn't be scoring gods. touchdowns. Did you hear what he, or did you see what he said on Twitter? What? I did, actually, I did.
3: How many Twitter followers?
0: So This guy, Brian Hill, this guy, Brian Hill, who I guarantee you, if you unless you're a Falcons fan, or you play, unless, like, you play fantasy football, you don't have no idea who this guy is. He says, "I should apologize to my fantasy owners, but I don't really care." This guy has five thousand nine hundred ninety-six followers. I guarantee you, at least at least half of them is because of fantasy. Like, why are you trashing fantasy owners when really no one else would know who you were? Do, do you feel persecuted, David? I just don't like Brian Hill. I think Eric maybe <laughs> <hate> Brian Hill. <laughs> Like, whenever his name comes up, I just literally cringe every time I hear it. And it's not even like Eric offered me Zach Pascal, too. And like, I don't even care about Pascal. Like, he doesn't bother me. Just Brian Hill does. <laughs> I never knew you felt so strong against him. He's like becoming one of my least favorite players.
3: Give him a, he's trying no. to make a living.
0: What if he's a family man, too? No, nah, this man's like just pictures of himself. Okay um aaron tell us about uh buffalo hosting the denver broncos
3: so buffalo hosting the denver broncos uh battle of the allens we're gonna see who uh the better allen is coming out after this week i mean i think josh has quite a significant lead but um i think this game's gonna be pretty low scoring i can't imagine that the broncos will put up more than 17 um and we know uh over the last couple of weeks the bills have, have actually had a pretty good amount of points but the Broncos defense is pretty solid. So I expect from a fantasy perspective, Josh Allen, I think, you know, if you're going to start him, I think that's fine because he can get a lot of rushing points. But um, for a lot of other players, I don't know if this is a, a good matchup for, for either side fantasy-wise.
0: Uh, Aaron, is Josh Allen a top 10 QB this week? Uh,
3: I think so. There's a lot of good QBs on bye this week too. So I think that, that helps that set out too.
0: All right. Uh, my second question to you, Aaron is John Brown, a top 15 wide receiver this week with a, uh, Chris Harris on
3: it. Yeah. John Brown's had a pretty good year. Actually. Um, I think this might be a week where it slows down a little bit. Like I was saying before, I mean, I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game. Chris Harris, not having the best season, but still a pretty solid. And the Broncos defense in general is, uh, pretty good. So, uh, I might fade John Brown this week. Uh, Again, obviously it depends on who else you have, in and he's had a really good year. But I think for this week, I would fade him.
0: All right, we move to our next game, John. The uh, disappointing Bears hosting the Giants. Um, how do you feel about David Montgomery in this game? Is he due for a bounce back against a bad rush defense? No, no Bears players due for any bounce back in any game.
2: Is this even with Chase Daniels starting? <laughs> do you, if you have to ask. <laughs> better than Mitch Trubisky, the the answer is it's not going to help anyone. Is Chase Daniels the Alex Moran of real life?
0: No, because Alex Moran won some big games, if you remember. Ah, that is very Mm -hmm. true. I think Chase Daniels made like over 20. I think he started. Yeah.
3: I think he has a ring too. I think he was a backup for uh, Drew Brees. He's living the dream. That's for sure. Um,
0: John on the Giants side, uh, Sterling Shepard is supposed to play this week. Uh, I think Saquon is supposed to play this week. Is there anybody that you're definitely playing on the Giants, or anybody you want to avoid? I'd,
2: I'd avoid Shepard. I mean, I've said it before. Any time a player is coming off an injury, especially one that's to linger like Shepard, I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, you know, early on, then he hobbled the whole time. And despite the Bears being defense isn't terrible, so. This is a game I'm steering clear from. All right. Uh, Eric, we look
0: at uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, the only winless team left in the NFL. Um, what are your takeaways for this game? Is this the game Tyler Boyd finally does something in fantasy football? Because he's pretty much late in eight? Yeah, I don't think this is the week he
1: turns it around. I don't think he play anyone maybe besides Joe Mixon, depending on your running back or buy situation. But I can't see if – Obviously, start Steelers D, but I can't see playing anyone else. I think this is an ugly game. A lot of negativity this mm. week, by the way, guys.
0: <laughs> Do you want to make a pod bet? What's a, what, a bet on what? I will bet you that Tyler Boyd is a top 24 wide receiver this week. Uh, sure. <laughs> Oh, Y'all heard that? I, I should have had a podcast.
3: I was going. waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> David. I've been waiting for the podcast. That, that
1: that sounded like I didn't know we were going any podcasts. It sounded going. like that was, was so ready... staged
0: that you were just like ready for me to do
3: yeah. like, bring it
1: up.
0: <laughs> um nah, I, I was waiting for like some trash talk and then we I could uh, look it up while y'all were like talking. But uh, <laughs> this is a.
3: Uh, <laughs> is what what is this. going on, <laughs> dude? Okay,
0: uh, I'm just screwing everything up over here. Uh, all right, well, we have a, our first pod bet for this week. Tyler, Boyd top twenty-four wide receiver, book it. They say, um, feed the squeaky wheel. David, David is this PPR it's... standard? Uh would you remove it if it's PPR? Yes.
2: Such a cop out. Wow. Oh. No, nah, he,
1: he just complained about the offense. He's going to get fed just for this game to shut him up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So our, the question is, are you, would you keep it if it's standard?
0: So it has to be standard for you to want to yeah. make this bet? You're such a, like, critique. Like, you have to have it perfect My reputation you. is on the line here. <laughs> You know what? I'll I'll believe in Tyler Boyd. I'll say he's standard. He's top twenty-four All as well. Right. Market Um All right. We look at our next game, uh, Aaron. Cleveland hosting Miami. Um, is this a game that a lot of these Browns players, especially Odell Beckham, can break? This out? is my yeah. boring game of the week. You heard <laughs> it first. What is it?
3: Yeah, I actually do think this is going to be a pretty solid game for. Uh, a lot of Browns players here. I mean, I think they have a lot of talent, obviously that's been underperforming. Um, over the last couple of weeks, Baker Mayfield has put up pretty consistently, uh, good fantasy numbers. I think he's over 15 points in the last maybe three or four weeks. Um, so it looks like they've been a little bit more consistent, uh, obviously with Freddie kitchen, still calling the plays out. If you can trust Baker completely, but I do like Nick up to have a good game, expect them to go up a lot of points. Um, Somewhat early, I think, and then Nick Chubb can run out the clock and have a lot of yards. Um, I like Odell to maybe break one, you know, a classic Odell slant that he can take 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty high on a lot of Browns players this week. So if you got them, hopefully this is the week they break out because you're probably starting them anyway. All
0: right, John, uh, Carolina visiting New Orleans. New Orleans, 8-2, a uh, powerhouse in the NFC. Carolina kind of stuck in the middle at 5-5. Five and five. Um, Besides my guy, CMC the God, um, and Can't Guard Mike, probably the two best players in fantasy this year. Um, is there anybody else that's playing in this game that
2: you're super high on for this week? Super high? I'm definitely uh, looking at DJ Moore. We've talked about it a bit, uh, but I just really like him. And maybe Kyle Allen has a bounce back game. I know the, uh, the Saints defense is a little stiff, uh, but, you know, D.J. Moore just, you know, just needs one touchdown, then it's a good game for a receiver. Who cares if they win? <laughs> is this the game Alvin Kamara breaks out of his what seems like season-long slump? No, I, I think the, uh, the share continues a little bit with Latavius, especially if they jump out to some sort of lead here or anything like that, they can just hammer it with uh, x Raider great Latavius Murray.
0: I'll never forget that run he had against the Chiefs on uh, Thursday night football. <laughs> um, oh, John, I didn't realize Oakland was in. I'm going to save that game. I'll let you analyze the Oakland game. Uh, Eric, let's look at Seattle and visiting Philly. Um, at Philadelphia, they've had a Bad pass defense most of the season, but they've looked better the last couple of weeks. Um, from the Seahawks side of things, is there a wide receiver you really like? And um, for Philly, is there a, anybody in their backfield that stands out to you? For this so week? for
1: this week, I really like DK Metcalf. I think Tyler Lockett, if he plays, is a 100%. And Josh Gordon is still learning the offense. And the Eagles' corners are kind of sus. So I really like Metcalf, who's a physical freak. And in the Eagles' backfield, I... I said I liked uh, Miles Sanders earlier. If Jordan Howard's out this week, I think he gets a lot of volume, which is beneficial in a PPR league. So uh, Jay J- doesn't have any kind of impact this week? I think probably four to five carries, but I think Miles Sanders will be as pass
0: protection and going out and getting routes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Aaron, we look at Tennessee hosting Jacksonville. Um, how high are you on both running backs in this game? And um, for Jacksonville, um, is is DJ Shark and the rest are kind of iffy on?
3: Yeah, I think so. Both of these running backs really are kind of dominating the volume in their backfield. Um, Leonard Fournette has somehow, I think, only managed to score like one or two touchdowns all year, even though he's among the league leaders in carries. Um, But I think both him and Derrick Henry, I think will have uh, some success. On the ground, I think Derrick Henry will probably score a touchdown because he seems to score a touchdown every week. Um, and then for pass catchers, uh, yeah, DJ Chark, I think definitely a, a wide receiver one. Um, and then everybody else uh, in this game, I think, will probably underperform a little bit. I get Conley may be having a, a couple nice plays, but in terms of fantasy, um, I don't know if you want to be starting anybody really besides the running backs and uh, DJ Chark.
0: I will make a bet, and if any another pot oh, okay. bet, if anybody wants to take up on this, Derrick Henry will be a top ten running back this week.
3: I agree with you.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with it. About top eight. I agree with it. In, yeah. Top five.
3: Top five. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still agree with that. He's been top five all year, as Eric would like to say. Now's the time to buy low on Derrick Henry.
0: Well. So I say I'm, – I'm interested that you guys agree. I thought you might agree, uh, have- especially in TPR, because he always – and I wish I had uh, Jags fan Bretton on the pod for this week for this reason, This that I think he'd be the first to tell you whenever Derrick Henry plays Jacksonville, he always runs all over them. That was um, the game last year. I think he had yeah, uh, like shot, 200 dude. yards rushing. Um, So if he's actually my big DFS play when we get to there this week. I think he has another – Big game. He just always sinks the ball out against Jacksonville. Um, so I guess no pod bet on that one. Um, John, why don't you analyze your Raiders visiting the Jets and what's going to be probably a very uh,
2: bad loss? Visit this week. <laughs> well, a lot. There's a lot of talk about uh, how this is a trap game because uh, they've got the uh, division tied Chiefs uh, next uh, next week. But I think the Bengals down to earth a little bit, and they actually go off against the Jets reverse uh, psychology there. Um, I mean, Darren Waller's been a baller. Uh, Hunter Renfro has been unbelievably clutch. If it they need a you know a third down or, or goal line, they can go for him. Uh, the Jets, I do think they'll get a couple scores here. Uh, big levy on play here. The Raiders have looked a little soft against the run the past couple weeks, strong against the pass, a little reverse of how they were doing in the beginning. So I think Le'Veon has a little bit of something. They'll probably test him for H2H again after the game. Uh, (laughs) Beyond that, um, just you go with the normal starter here. Derek Carr, uh, I do think is a sleeper start. DFS play, if you might, uh, David.
3: I like that. (laughs)
0: John never talks DFS. That's yeah, I like that, John. Yeah. Um, let's run through these last three real quick. Um, Eric, tell me about Dallas visiting New England. Um, who do you like in I lost matchup? you. Uh, I was saying Dallas visiting New England and what's going to be the Tony Romo game this week. Uh, tell us um, who you uh, like this game for fantasy purposes.
3: And
2: Eric's not here. I have we'll to inside to scoop uh, on this uh, the <laughs> left tackle Isaiah wins coming back this game. Yep. So uh, that could be big for the offense, and maybe you do take a look at starting Michelle or James White.
0: Ooh. So is Sony Michelle going to score a touchdown this week, John? I think he does. Thank you. Okay. Too. I'm All back. Right. <laughs> All, All right, Eric. You can do the next game anyway because the next game is your team. Green Bay visiting your San Francisco 49ers on Sunday night football. Um, Tell us about the running back situation in this game for both teams and who you like. Yeah, so
1: for the 49ers, I think it's cloudy. is still hurt. Uh, Raheem Mostert's kind of banged up. Jeff Wilson had a receiving touchdown last week. Tevin Coleman gets some carries too, I think. For the 49ers, you're staying away. Uh, For the Packers, I like – Aaron Jones, but I think you temper expectations. I think it's somewhat of a low-scoring game. I think both teams are kind of banged up with injuries.
0: Okay. Um, The Niners win this game, Eric. Yes. Mm. (laughs) Doubting the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. The 49ers have his number in big games. All right. And uh, last, Aaron, just uh, 30 seconds or less analyzing uh the rams hosting the ravens on monday night football the probably the super bowl favorite ravens right now um any rams player you're super comfortable with right now outside cooper cup and um on the Ravens side outside lamar jackson and mark ingram is there anybody you're confident in
3: uh yeah on the rams i think that uh they had a couple of new offensive line starters last game that really kind of dominated the trenches there against the bears pretty solid defense so I do like Gurley to uh, have a pretty solid game again. And then on the Ravens side, obviously, Lamar, incredible. Mark Ingram has been producing the whole way. Um, their tight ends have been getting involved, too. I, I do like Mark Andrews uh, in this game as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is this has potential to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, I like the Ravens to win. I don't know about the Super Bowl favorite, but I like that hometown flavor, David. All
0: right. Aaron's going with the crab cakes. Crab cakes and football. That's what Baltimore does. Um, all right. Uh, let's move, before we get to our next, let's move to some DFS. Um, so, Aaron, are you a DFS player? I don't think I've ever asked.
3: You. I dabble in DFS. Uh, not quite as into it as uh, you and previous friend of the pod, Kevin, but uh, I dabble a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, so, Aaron, I'll start with you then. Is there anybody that you're looking at this week that might be uh, – someone you'd want uh, involvement with, or um, is there anybody that stands out to you?
3: Um, I don't have any of the prices up right now. I really did like what John was saying earlier about Derek Carr. Um, and Ooh. then I think kind of riding that Raiders hype train. Uh, I like Darren Waller a lot. I'm sure with tight ends, but um, I do kind of like possibly if Derek Carr's on the cheaper side, having a Derek Carr, Darren Waller stack.
0: All right. We're going in on the Raiders. So you let you let
2: John uh, brainwash. You. Yeah, a little
3: bit. As a Darren Waller owner too, I've been riding that uh, hype train all year, so I do like that.
2: There, there's more room aboard, David.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys watch us from the second place. The
1: John, conference. do the Raiders
2: extend Derek Carr? Uh, they don't need them for a couple more years, so we'll we'll see how it goes. You yeah, remember he has that bad contract. It's they gave not him a on few contract years. anymore, but he's going to be like probably like the. Fifth highest paid quarterback at the end of the next uh, year or so. That's As very true. Drops and um, drops. Eric, uh, give me a couple guys you like this weekend.
0: Yeah, you
1: touched on uh, Derek Henry, who I like. Uh, I like the Browns' offense this week, specifically their pass catchers. I think Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Langier are ranked a little bit lower. And at home against Miami, I think uh, they can win, and it has some shootout potential with fits Magic being the other quarterback.
2: Highest scoring game of the uh, week, in my opinion. With Miles Garrett out. That's what I'm saying. A um, uh, couple guys.
0: I, 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 of course, my guy's CMC to God. Um, I think Jalen Samuels. Uh, I, James Conner, I think, is iffy for this game. And I don't know if Benny Snell or um, Trey Edmonds are healthy. So if he's the only one in that backfield, obviously just follow him alone. Um, and... Um, I think uh, Tyler Boyd, as we were talking about earlier, speed that squeaky wheel. He's probably going to get 20 targets. So I think hopefully he can produce. And then uh, I'm, my theme of this week, Jeff Driscoll. I'm all in, baby. All in on the Jeff Driscoll train.
3: $5,500. Put him in. Yeah, riding that too. I like Driscoll. I like Bo Scarborough also. I'm sure he'll be a little cheaper. Oh, for him. yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like him Uh This week against my Redskins, unfortunately. But I think we'll have a pretty good game.
0: All right. That's some DFS picks from us. Uh, Now time for a segment that is brought back by popular demand.
1: Rub, Uh. and tickle. (laughs) Who said it was popular?
2: I've got a few requests to bring this one back. David's himself from Burner Accounts. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: I'm going to give a list of three players to each of the guys. And they're going to tell me uh, if they would punch them, if they don't like them, if they tickle them, if they tickle their fancy, or they're all on rubbing them wherever they want. They don't have to tell me where. Um, So I'm going to start with Eric. And I want you to tell me this group of tight ends, who you're going to rub, who you're going to punch, and who you're going to tickle between Jacob Hollister, Gerald Everett, and Cameron Briggs. Hollister... Cameron Braid and Gerald Everett.
1: Yes. I'm going to punch Jacob Hollister just because <laughs> I don't like that last name. I think it's preppy. Uh,
2: you can smell it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tickle Cameron Braid because I feel like he shows sometimes potential. He'll have like three catches, 14 yards, and two touchdowns, and then we'll disappoint. And I'm going to rub Gerald Everett. He's won me some weeks in fantasy this year, so I'm rubbing
0: him. I'm a little worried about that injury. I hope he, he's healed by Monday because I feel like that's hampered him the last yeah, few weeks. But, well, that's that extra day. Eric, you can rub him down and get him If ready. that's what he wants to produce. <laughs> he just has to fly you out.
3: Eric, um be produced John, if I'll you ask rub you, him
0: down. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, I'm going to ask you, let me go with any Dolphins running back, so you can literally pick any of the running backs they have any. on that team. <laughs> Darius Geis and Bo Scarborough. Who are you rubbing, tickling, and punching? <laughs> hey, John,
2: you, Mark Walton's not on the team. Man. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, if he was, that would be easy did, punch. Did the that group. was the first name that popped into my head was Mark Walton. And- <laughs> Uh, but it was the first one I thought of. <laughs> if, if, if I should have included choke, if he yeah. was still there. So I am rubbing Bo Scarborough. He's got a football player's name, and I think he really comes out hot against uh, the Redskins. I am also tickling player. No, I'm not going to tickle player. I'm, I'm googling Dolphins running backs. At- <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. bad yeah, it is. There is, the, but, there is Kalen uh, Balage. Yeah, that's who I. That's Miles Gaskin. Maybe I'm just tickling them as a group. We're we're into group play, and um, <laughs> I I do think it's, it uh, with Miles Garrett out, it's got great matchup potential. And then uh, I am punching Darius Geis. I like I said. I just think they're running out the clock. You know, it's hard. to uh, – do much when they're pretty much just waiting for the game to be over,
3: John, you're gonna send him to i r again. Oh, <laughs> again don't punch him too hard what's up? you're gonna send him to i r again. don't punch him too hard.
2: he's made of glass yeah I was he, gonna he's say. gonna he's gonna break something this week and I'll look like a genius <laughs> um all right, uh, let me go to
0: uh Aaron and let me ask you. Uh, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Jeff Driscoll.
3: Okay, Darnold, Baker, and Driscoll. I think this is a a pretty similar group of QBs. I actually like all of them quite a bit coming up. I like Driscoll this week, uh, David, as you've been hyping this entire pod. But um, Jeff Driscoll? After this week, I don't know if I like him as much because his upcoming schedule is pretty tough. So for this week, I like Driscoll, but after that, I'm going to punch him. And then I think I'm going to rub Sam Darnold. And tickle Baker. Um, I don't. I don't know if I can commit more to Baker as he's tied to Freddie Kitchens. But Darnold has been pretty good lately, um, and I think he'll keep that up.
2: Baker's more of a a tied-down type of man than uh, Darnold is more than Baker anyway.
0: (laughs) I can't. I feel like Baker Mayfield's like the opposite of tickling. Like Baker Mayfield, if you try to tickle him with like punch you in the face. Yeah, I mean, like any girl. Earlier thinks. this
3: year too, someone got to Darnold to rub him before me and he's been out for with that mono earlier on. So
2: Ooh. Oh, that's very true. But now uh, he's immune. So Exactly, now he's good. Yeah. So
0: okay. Alright, um, Eric, I'm gonna ask you the Colts <laughs> running backs. John Williams, Naheem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. Alright.
1: I'm gonna rub
0: Jonathan Williams.
1: I think uh Jordan Wilkins and Naeem Hines aren't capable of being workhorse backs. I think he's the only one, even if he doesn't do that well, I think he can handle the volume. I'm gonna tickle Naeem Hines because he might get a long touchdown reception. And I'm gonna punch Jordan Wilkins. Uh I've just seen him get like a few concussions.
0: <laughs> and
1: I'm just you wanna give him another one? <laughs> you know, this actually sounds worse now that I'm saying it with the frustration of, like, of thinking about playing and being
2: like, oh, never mind. Yeah. For- yeah. yeah. Might as well punch him before <laughs> the game, right, Eric? Yeah. He went through. Eric is going to lose in fantasy.
0: I mean, Eric, if you want to punch him, because I picked up Jonathan Williams in a league I need to win this week. So, if you want to punch War- Wilkins to make him inactive, I'm all for it. I got you. Um, all right. Uh, Aaron. Let me ask you, Darius Slayton, a j Brown Russell Gage,
3: okay, so um, I think I'm gonna rub Darius Slayton. he's had a couple pretty big games and has some sort of weird chemistry with uh Danny not so dimes Jones um, I'm gonna I don't really like a j Brown or Russell Gage to be honest, I think I would punch Russell gage because I don't think he has any type of uh, ceiling for any type of long play. And Calvin Ridley kind of going over the top, so Gage is more of a possession guy. Um, AJ Brown, I'll tickle. I don't really love starting him in fantasy either, uh, but he has shown some pretty explosive plays this year, so he has the potential to uh, to get one. So, yeah. Davy. David, did we lose
0: him?
1: Home. Was there just an
0: awkward silence? just Yeah. Now? <laughs> Sorry, I tried, I tried to. I tried to pee as quick as I could. Wow. Thought you were looking for another, another uh, podcast backdrop,
3: um,
2: but family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good analysis there. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, thanks, David. <laughs>
3: David, small um, bladder Mendels.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: John, you saw me carrying that big gallon of water at the gym. It all just hit me at once. It's
2: the way roads, You, road. you uh, go back into the bottle when we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, last one here. Uh, John,
0: Debo Samuel, Devontae Parker, and Randall Cobb.
2: Debo, Devontae, and Randall. I am tickling uh, Randall Cobb. He had a good game last week. We'll see if he can put together. Momentum and honestly, anybody who takes targets away from Amari Cooper. I am for this week. I am rubbing Devontae Parker. I know there's been a lot of weeks where everybody gets really high on Devontae Parker, uh, and he doesn't necessarily do anything. But this is the week, guys. This is the week, <laughs> and I am punching Debo Samuel. I'm just just not a fan of the 49 pass offense. No, it's looked good recently. I mean, at some point, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to reveal his true system quarterback self.
0: Oh, Debo's nice. I'm fighting words. Debo's nice. (laughs) John just just like literally pulled his pants down and took a poop all over the nine. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to Jason saying system QB. Well, I mean, we'll see. All right, that's a rub, punch, and tickle for this week. Let's move to our random question of the week. Uh, John,
2: who are we sponsored uh, by? We're sponsored by Budweiser. When you're out of fuel, grab <laughs> easels. <laughs> there are they, fuel. They also come in a light version, Bud Latte, you know, for when you're on the go. Don't they have those strawberry, like lemonade versions? Possibly. Too? They also have uh, Budweiser, uh, like. Copper lager, aged in Jim Beam barrels. Pretty good. John is our local beer yeah. expert. Look our at, jo- at John securing all these sponsors. Yeah, right?
3: good work, John.
2: It's a lot of research
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> so our question this week is, what player always seems to go off against you when you play them? So whether you play them in the playoffs and they screwed you over or a regular season matchup, they have their best week of the season. Who's that player? Um Let's start, Eric. We'll start with you. Who's that player?
1: So for me, and I feel like it just happened or it just happened with this player and it was perfect timing, is Keenan Allen. Uh, I lost in a league by one point three because he had a really good game Monday after not doing well for weeks on end. And he always has that one game for the season where he has like fourteen catches for one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. And I feel like I always play him in a PPR league when he does that.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, John, who's your player? I player? Any, any mediocre tight end always seems to get a touchdown against me. <laughs> Would you happy. say that? I have both Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs. And um, the other person's playing Kirk Cousins and Kyle Rudolph. And they're going to drive to try to take the lead. And I think – Oh, this will be great because either Dalvin or Stefan will get this touchdown. No, he throws a, a big touchdown to Kyle Rudolph and lose the game. So any any freaking t- is guaranteed to get a touchdown.
0: All right, Aaron, who's your player? Uh,
3: I don't have a specific player. I'm just gonna say kickers in general. Uh, seems like every year there's at least one kicker, a couple kickers that have a game where their their team wins like twenty four to six and they have like all eight field goals or something like that. Um, the last uh, maybe like five or six seasons, it's been Stephen Hauschka. I don't know if he's still kicking, but Stephen Hauschka, this one's for you.
0: <laughs> I think he's the Bills kicker, but I could be wrong. I think he is the Bills kicker. Oh, shout out to Stephen Hauschka, the Bills <laughs> yeah. kicker. Um, all right, I think my player – I was thinking about this a little bit uh, – I think the guy that always seems to do well against me that I can remember is uh, Nuke. Nuke. Dehop. Um, I looked this season, both times I played him, he had eight catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns in week one against me. And then I played him in week seven against Aaron in the art that we all share, and he had nine catches for 106 yards and one touchdown. Those are his two best games of the season, and also, three of the four touchdowns he scored this season have come against me. So, Aaron, I play him this week in my other league, and I know you yes. guys. <laughs> so, he's going off. Yes,
3: the- perfect. Can't wait to watch tomorrow.
0: Um, so, yeah, hopefully this, that trend will break, but it's the Colts, and I feel like they always kill the Colts as far as in the air. So, I'm not feeling good about that. Um, with that, let's move to our last segment. And it's been a few weeks, but uh, we are bringing The
2: Feud! <laughs>
0: right. yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this our is the first good soundtrack this week. you
3: can. Yeah, perfect drop.
0: Uh, I'm getting better, see? 50, 50. Uh, we have our two contestants this week measuring at five foot 150 pounds. He goes by the nickname Small Bladder Mendelssohn, Eric... <laughs>
1: both those
2: measurements were pretty
1: yeah no you might have gave me a few pounds on there thanks david
2: well, i was
0: guesstimating here and aaron i'm gonna just take wild guess at your statistics <laughs> he is five foot nine and 190 pounds he goes by bogey he likes to bogey <laughs> Has a twin brother named Jacob that works for the Washington Post. He is Aaron Bogey. <laughs> Thought you were gonna
3: throw my 40 time out there, David, but uh <laughs> oh,
0: No, they can they can watch film with that. All right. So our theme this week, we have quarterbacks. It's all quarterbacks. All right. So my first question, and then remember to buzz in, you have to say your name and wait till I finish the question. The top five answers are on the board. Who are the top five quarterbacks as far as average yards per attempt? Aaron. All right, Aaron.
3: All what right, we got Dak? Dak.
0: All right, Dak is your answer. Dak is number Ooh. one. Would you like to play or would you like to pass? Yeah, we'll play. All right, Aaron, you've got the two through five quarterbacks on the board. Can we use? A, can you tell me? Can we use injured players? You can use any as long as they qualified, minimum 136. Oh, I was
3: going to say Edelman. Damn. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go Stafford.
0: Matt Stafford is the fourth quarterback on the list. He is averaging 8.6 yards attempt as opposed to Dak Prescott's 8.8.
3: Okay, okay. We'll do Kyler.
0: Kyler Murray, is that your answer? Oh,
3: the way you're saying it, I want to change, but you can't. We'll stick with it.
0: <laughs> All right. Second guess. All right.
3: Um. Let's do Matt Ryan.
0: Matt Ryan.
3: Oh no! I started off so good. Uh, <laughs>
0: All right, this is your final guess. Otherwise, Eric can steal. You have Dak Prescott at number one, and you have Matt Stafford at number four.
3: Oh, we'll do Patty Mahomes.
0: Patrick Mahomes is the number two at 8.7 yards. That's good.
3: I would have killed myself if I forgot that. Uh, right, damn, so I thought you would three. forget that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the number three and the number five. Number
3: three and number five. Uh it's a tough one. We'll do... Not going to be Brady. We'll do Josh Allen. Ooh.
0: All right, Eric, you can steal if you can name the third or the fifth.
1: Carson Wentz.
0: Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh, and the category. David, let me to try and here. steal. Let's go. So the number three is Kirk Cousins at 8.6. Oh, wow. The, the number five was the tricky Derek one. Hart. Ryan Tannethrill.
3: thrill. Wow, Ryan Tanahill. No,
0: we've we've had enough, uh we've had enough Raiders talk. I don't want any more Raiders <laughs> in <the 70s>. Uh <laughs> all right, our next category. Quarterbacks the number of forty plus yard completions.
2: Eric. Well you all, all really right. thought about that one.
3: Wait, yeah. is it for me or know, John involved? Funny. I didn't know I was Kyler playing That's all right. You got it.
0: Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is the number four at nine. Aaron, if you can name one that's above him, you get the chance to pick or play.
3: For 40-yard completions? I think we'll yeah. ride Stafford.
0: Stafford is not. So, Ooh. Eric, would you like to pass or I'd play? I'd like to play. All right. You've got the one, two, three, and five quarterback on the board. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Next guess, it's one. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is tied with number one, but we'll say he's number two, uh, with 11 40-yard completions.
1: All right. Uh... Kirk Cousins.
0: <laughs> All right, you have one more <laughs> guess. Let me go Rodgers. Rod.
3: Ooh, Rodgers. good
0: one. Rodgers is number three at 10. Right. So you are missing the number one and the number five.
1: Oh, so Dak was the number two?
0: He's tied technically with number one.
1: Okay. Um... Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah. All right, Aaron, your chance to steal Whoa. and win the game. Oh, man.
3: Uh, I still know Lamar. Ooh. Ah.
0: Get off What's my doing? podcast. None of you guys said Patrick. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he hadn't played a few
1: games. Yeah,
3: that's what I was thinking, too.
0: He plays with Tyreek Hill. He literally has one of those or two of those. Did he say Tyreek that he's only played with Tyreek. Tyreek Hill for like a quarter? Yeah. Like a game or something? He's played with Tyreek Hill, I mean, a good amount still. I mean, I think it's been like three games. And he throws like three or four bombs to him a game. Oh.
2: Foolish from both of
3: you. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, number one is Pat Mahomes at 11. And number five is Jameis oh, num- with uh. The nine.
3: thrill forgot about Jameis. But yeah. how
2: many forty-yard interceptions? Have you yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put that in there. All right, so the score is one to one. We're going to our
0: decisive third category, and for this one, we have who is sacked the most out of quarterbacks. Aaron. All right, Aaron, you want to pass or play? We'll
3: play. I don't think passing is very fun. We'll go Watson.
0: Sean Watson is the number four at 31 sacks this season.
3: Okay. Okay. So Eric has a chance to beat that, right?
0: No, you got you still got three wrong guesses before you can see. Eric has
2: okay. it. Eric to beat him. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's like three rules to this game, David. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eric,
0: all right, who do you uh who's your guess? Jared Goff. Oh, well, I mean. At this rate, I should have just – I just got an extra buzzer <laughs> in at this point. All right. Uh, Aaron, you want to pass or play?
3: Uh, I mean, I already said passing is no fun, so we'll play. Okay. Um,
0: so you got the one, two, three, and five.
3: All right. What about True Biscuit? <laughs> hmm. Guess number two. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about – what about Daniel Jones?
0: Oh, that was a good one. Daniel Jones is 32 times he's been sacked. One more than Watson, he's the number okay, three. Okay, nice.
3: We got one. Um, trying to think of uh, just bad teams with bad O-lines. I don't think Ryan Finley's in there. So, what about Mason Rudolph? Ooh. All
0: right. One more guess,
2: or one more wrong guess.
3: Fitzpatrick.
2: (laughs) Two quarterbacks we haven't played every game.
0: All you're you're right, John. This is your chance to. This is your one shot to win the game. Who are you going with? Baker Mayfield. Eric's riding or die with (laughs) Baker. Is he right? No. (laughs) And the game. And the victory, the newbie, Aaron Buggins. Let's go. Whoever the one, two, five. Eric loses. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's why like we can all celebrate. <laughs> I, know, I was really confident in Baker, too. Uh, so the number one answer is famous Jameis. He not only throws picks, but he wow. sacks
3: Trifecta picks, fumbles, and sacks. Total pass. And yeah.
0: uh, Kyler Murray at number two, 35. And uh, number five, which is really surprising because he's been benched for like four weeks, but Andy Dalton at 29. You
3: oh, see, I, uh, yeah, I said I didn't think Ryan Finley, but I should have just gone Dalton.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that shows how bad their own line is if he's the number five and he's missed like half this season. I think he's two games, but. that just feels like Finley's been there forever at this point. Um, all right, fellas. Well, another great week. Aaron, thanks for coming on the pod. It's been fun. Yeah, man. thanks for thanks having for, me. Thanks uh, for joining us. This was good. Um, guys, make sure uh, anybody listening, just make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify. We're working on getting Apple Music. Let us know right in. Send us some tweets, uh, areas you'd like to see improvement on so we can get better for next week. Uh, fellas, anything you want to say before we sign off? Boo um, Seahawks. Do, do some reading, <laughs> read a book. <laughs> uh, I like that. One.
3: Yeah, there you go, John.
0: Go, go, go the go John's
1: route.
2: Exercise your mind. Go, Titans.
0: What a low flow All right, we, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week.